Welcome to another episode of the Victory Baptist Church podcast. This podcast is a ministry of Victory Baptist Church in Valdosta, Georgia. To learn more about our ministry and the impact it has had in our community for over 50 years, visit VictoryBaptistValdosta.com. Now let's listen to today's message from God's Word. We'll be in Matthew chapter 6. Matthew six twenty five, we'll start there. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not life more than meat, and the body more than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit to his stature. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil, toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things doeth the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. So in this passage, Jesus is teaching. This is the Sermon on the Mount, and he is speaking in this passage on worry, worrying. That's hard to say. So he's talking of worry, worrying, and he's speaking of how um, we should take no thought. And when we worry, we think too much of what the future is and what we, we're not sure of. And I think about growing up when I was a little kid. Well, I don't know. Growing up, I don't know if I'm a little kid or an adult yet. I'm in that middle stage. But earlier in life, I never really had any worries. I was always, you know, carefree life. You just depend on your parents, still kind of depending on them. Um, And so you never really worry. And the biggest thing you have to worry about is school and your tests. And then you start growing up and around like ninth or 10th grade, I started thinking about my future. And I started thinking about how I'm going to be on my own. And you start worrying, and now you get to this place in my life, and if I'm not careful, it can take hold of me. So in this passage, the main things it talks about is worrying about um, being clothed and food, basic necessities of life. But there's other things we worry about. Number one, finances. That's a really big one that I think everybody has worried about in their life, if we're not careful. We worry about our family. We worry about our our health, especially in these last two to three years 
it has been very serious. Everybody is super uh, scared and worried about their health um, of COVID. And maybe you're in here tonight and people in your family have health issues, you have health issues, and you worry about those things. I remember when um, one time when I was younger, around eight years old, I heard something about tapeworms. And we were sitting at the table one time eating hamburgers. And Jenna, she looks over to me. I was enjoying my hamburger, having a great time. Jenna looks over to me and says, you know, tapeworms live in hamburgers, right? <laughs> so, and she was talking about how they live in the grass, and the cows eat the grass, and then we eat the cows. And so for two days after that, I was scared to death that I had a tapeworm. Because, you know, if you have a tapeworm, you eat a lot, and you're skinny. <laughs> and so I worried about it. And I didn't, like, I made myself sick worrying about it. And that's what worry does to us. It makes us incapable. It makes us unable to do what we should do. I just laid in my bed, and I worried, and I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to do anything. And I know it was silly, but now it gets more serious as you grow up. Um, not only health, but our abilities. In um, Exodus, I really relate to Moses, because God tells him to go, uh, say, let my people go. And he says, God, I can't speak. <laughs> and I relate to that, because God called me to preach a few years ago. And so I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then I got up to preach, and I've told you this before, um, in chapel, it was supposed to be 15 minutes, and it was only three minutes. And after that, I realized how much harder it is than it actually looks. And so I started worrying about my abilities. And I was worried that I wasn't able to do what I should be able to do. And not only that, but I'm, I found myself scared that I'm going to fail God, and I worry, and I go to the place where I'm incapable, and I make myself where I don't do anything, and I just stay in that place where I'm worried about failure, I'm worried about what I can or can't do. And this is a place where worrying is dangerous. When we are endlessly, pointlessly, and consistently worrying about the future, which is not brought on by God. So not only we know what we worry about, but what can cause us to worry? Number one, we see when we focus on everything bad going on. And this is extremely um, relevant now, because everybody is so focused on COVID and you know, the negative politics and all that. And it's just constantly negative. And I remember when I was younger, I would be sitting in the living room, and my mom would turn on the news, and I hated it because it was just negative and depressing. And I was like eight years old, and I was worried about, I all of a sudden got worried about this stuff. And so when we focus on all these things, all the bad things going on in our lives, going on in America, going on in the world, it can cause us to worry. Not only when we focus on all the bad things going on, but when we focus on things that we can't control. Um, 
I'm not going to lie. I'm not the best driver in the world. Okay. <laughs> and many of you know this, but um, when I'm driving, believe it or not, even though I'm going <clears throat> miles an hour, and maybe a little bit swerving, I don't know, but there's people um, sitting in the passenger seat behind me, and they're scared for their life. But I'm in control, so most of the time, I'm not scared. I don't know what I don't know what's the deal with that. But whenever I get in the passenger seat, no matter who's driving, all of a sudden I become anxious. And I think it's because we like to be in control, and we like to know what's going on, and we like to have the ability to take charge. And when we focus on the things that we can't control, if there's anything in your life that even finances and health, we can do the best we can, and we can to prevent bad things from happening, but still, stuff can happen that we weren't ever prepared for, and, we're, and we can't control. And when we focus on those things, it can lead to worry. Not only when we focus on the things we can't control, but when we put too much emphasis on earthly things. So if you go back to verse number 19 in chapter 6, I'm just going to read this whole part here. It says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is, in, is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thy eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters, for, evil, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. So what it's talking about here is the important importance of not putting too much importance on earthly things. Because when we do that, the world, people in the world, that's all they have. All they have is this world. This is the only life that they believe they're going to live. And so everything, money, fame, power, whatever you want to name, um, it means everything to them. And they worry about those things. But for us as Christians, this is not our home. This is not the last place we'll be. We have so much more to look forward to, but yet we spend so much time on these little things, and we put so much emphasis on the earthly things of life, the things that we need, the things that we want, when in reality, in the scope of time, it really doesn't matter. We need those things to serve God, yes, and to survive, but they're not, we put too much importance on them sometimes. So that can cause us to worry. So, big question is, how do we stop worrying? And this is where our message begins. In verse number 33, this is our key text, it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I'm tempted to say hallelujah, hallelujah after that. <laughs> um, so how do we stop worrying? If we look, 
the beginning it says, but seek ye first. So before we start thinking about the things that we need, the things that we need to survive, to even serve God, before we start thinking about those things, we need to seek first. And number one, we need to keep seeking God. So now we need to keep seeking God by, number one, uh, seeking his kingdom. So seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his kingdom is his will and his work for our lives and the work that we do in our lives. <laughs> but when we focus on um, his kingdom and we focus on his will and we work for God, that is when our real purpose comes in. Not only by seeking his kingdom, but his righteousness as well. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Like as Brother Harrelson says all the time, um, salvation is not the only part, the only step. It is the beginning step. And it's amazing that God died for us, that we could be saved and get to the place where we can fulfill the purpose that he had originally intended for us. And so if we seek God's will, and we seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and we're trying to do what God has for us, that is the purpose of life. And if we truly do that, God will provide everything we need. And so there's no need to worry about anything. So number one, keep seeking God. Number two, keep your mind stayed on God. So if we look at this, the last verse, verse number 34, it says, Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for, for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself, sufficient unto the day, evil thereof. Is the evil thereof. So if we look back from 25 even to verse 34, the word thought keeps popping up, that we should take no thought for, and it's talking about worrying, we should not think too much about all those things and cause ourselves to worry. So if we're not supposed to think too much about those things, then what are we supposed to think about? If you want to turn your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 26, I love this verse, this is my life verse actually, many of you probably know it already. Isaiah chapter 26, in verse number 3, says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. So how do we get to the place of worrying so much about everything, to the place of having perfect peace? It says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. So when we're so focused on ourselves and everything else around us in the world, it can get to the place where all we do is worry. But we need to focus on God. We need to focus on what he has done. And know, because he's done so much for us already, and you can probably name, I don't know, 10 big things he's done for you, and then every day he provides for us, 
and he just does so much for us. And so if he's done so much for us in the past, and he talks about um, in our passage how he provides for everything, why should we think that he won't do it again? So we should know what he's done. And we should focus on God and keep our minds stayed on him. I've been in that place before in my Christian walk where I was just so focused on God and I was just walking with him constantly all day long and it was like nothing could make me upset, nothing could bring me down. Even if something bad happened, I didn't worry about it. I trusted God for it. And this is what it's talking about. When we keep our minds stayed on him, we get to the place where in everything we do, we trust him. If we look back in the New Testament, Peter, he was, Jesus was walking on the water, and Peter decided to get out, and he started walking on water. But then, and he was focused on Jesus, but then when he started focusing on the waves around him, focusing on all of that, and the storm and everything, he started to sink. And that's what happens in our lives. When we're so worried about everything else going around us, and we take our focus off of God, it can cause us to sink, and we can lose our purpose in our life. Um, I'm pretty much done if Brother Harrelson and Tracy only <laughs>